So yeah, check check. Hey, what's up, everybody? Give me juice. Episode sixteen. I'm here with my man, actor, comedian, Armin Babasalukian. Yo, what's up? How's everybody doing? How you and, doing, man? And I know how to say this brother's name right. Thank you. Know you. What I'm saying? Thank you for pronouncing it right. It's it, it took me a while. <laughs> like I didn't get it until I was eight, so it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> I've been on a lot of shows with this. Very, 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 very funny, funny Armenian young man. I've been on a lot of shows with him. And I know from being on a lot of shows, don't fuck up his last name. Yeah. A couple of times <laughs> I've had to get into fights with, with the hosts. Like, that's their only job. Their one job is to introduce someone. Nobody even wants to hear your jokes, to be honest. Just introduce the next person with some hype. It was the worst. It's the worst. But yeah. whatever. You, you know, know, you get over it. You know, I will say hosting is not easy. I'm hosting uh, Tuesday at the Ha Ha Cafe, and it's not easy, but I think it is a responsibility for the host to, listen, your job is to announce everybody like they're the biggest fucking shit sailing. Like, yeah, they're right? the next thing coming. You're, you're, it's like, like this guy's going to take up seven to ten minutes of the audience's time. Yes. You got to introduce how something starts, any opening, how anything starts is how it's going to it's the excitement of it. any play. If you've ever been in a play, I don't know, man. It's, it's just, the whatever. least a host whatever. could do yeah. is know the first last name of the comics. Like, come on, man. Let's have let's take some pride. So please, you okay. know, I, uh, I I I felt I feel you on that. You do have a didn't you you tried to shorten it up for people? Too. I do. Okay, when I when I submit online, when I submit for casting notices, my agent and my managers they've all truncated it. Um, I go by my. Uh, um, childhood nickname of babalu so they go armin babalu because whenever you submit you know no matter how much we try to say equality and diversity when you submit a name that says armin babaluki and they're gonna be like oh we don't need any terrorists or uh, you know <laughs> liquor store owners you know so you you still have to fool them so well we man them, you're, yeah. you're like the ambassador for lyft uber and taxi cabs <laughs> like, <laughs> I, how many Lip Uber taxi cab uh, acting commercials Dude, anytime, have you done? Anytime I get I go out for a cab driver, I'm, I tell my agent, I'm like, I got this. It's like, how are they not? Like, it's it's just a it's it's how it's it's one of those things, man. You want a cab driver in L.A. Armin Baba Salute. You're gonna get stuck with an Armenian behind your Uber, your Lyft, your. So I've done a Lyft commercial. Um, you know, I did the Lyft commercial. They needed a creepy cabbie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so that's what they had. Um, that contract ran out. And then I did an Uber commercial where I actually played the Uber driver. Um, that was fun. That was that was that was a good one. Um, and then for a couple of movies I did in China, the production company, this pop star in China, um, she has this love story, and um, I play not an integral part in it, but I'm the one who picks picks them up, and I'm the cabbie who picks them up from like the police station, takes them here and there, and so yeah, I play cabbies all the time. It's it's uh, uh it's go you know it's kind of I sometimes feel like it's discriminatory because they're like Armenian being a cab driver, but if they're gonna pay me, I really don't care. Well, that's Hollywood <laughs> in general. I really, uh, I really don't care. Yeah, that's Hollywood in general. Uh, you see a white cab driver in, in a movie, you're like, what? What? That's weird. <laughs> Something's weird. That guy's a psychopath. <laughs> if it's a white cab driver, <laughs> yeah. that guy's got dead body parts in his trunk. It is. Drunk. It's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Totally. Um, <laughs> any any uh, roles, plays, anything coming up right now? Um, right now, 
No, nothing's been coming up. Um, just been going on auditions, hitting it hard. Um, it's the season. Been going out for. I uh, finally went to that next level. I'm going to network auditions now. Hey. Yeah, yeah. So it's really cool. Um, it's not much different, except you have to go in with a headshot. Um, I've been doing a lot of commercial. I did not want to do any commercials before. I was always like, I'm an artist. I'm. <laughs> Yeah. Saying it makes me laugh, stupid. I know. <laughs> you know, I'm an artist. I'm, I'm a creator. Blah blah blah. But then uh, I hit my first Daikin, the air conditioning commercial, and that check came in, and I'm like, I'm a commercial actor. Uh, <laughs> right, man. And then it's like there's a look that I have that's very uh, specific, and for for me to get into like the next level of the network, <clears throat> excuse me, they ha there's going to be um, it's like a shift in culture that needs to occur where the Armenian character isn't just seen as the cab driver or the heroin dealer or the insurance fraud guy, even though we're all of those things in real life. Uh -huh. um, <laughs> <laughs> the, the, do you want to introduce the, the, the Armenian character? That's just a neighbor, you know, right. the, the, the friend, the, the coworker, the, the, the bartender. Um, oh, I say bartender. That's funny. In the Simpsons, Mo is half Armenian. Really? <laughs> yeah he's half armenian like for real? yeah that's crazy <laughs> there's a guy who does who finds out who's armenian in all tv shows yeah he's armenian a principal skinner in the simpsons is armenian that's hilarious that's hilarious yeah well yeah like written like that the character it's armenian. written the, he's he's armenian he was adopted by that old lady um by grandma skinner or whatever but well that's so well, it's introducing yeah. the, the armenian character and, and i'm not you know, like I'm, I'm open to play these, these rougher characters, these stereotypical characters, because, like, I can provide it breath. I can provide it another, another, another avenue of expression, but it's not there yet. And what's it happens? It happens. Right now, I'm just hitting the commercials hard. I landed a really big commercial, <clears throat> and we're filming tomorrow. I can't really talk about it right now, but once you see, it's <clears throat> the, the huge name celebrities on it. I wrote. A movie about Armenian Armenian culture. What? Yeah, that was the first movie I wrote. It's called Lost in America. <laughs> uh, just the title that describes pretty much every Armenian. <laughs> yeah, it's about a black guy that okay. leaves his hometown in Atlanta because he got screwed over by his girlfriend and found out his girlfriend was cheating on him with his best friend. So he, he pretty much found, he was like one of those guys that was just kind of oblivious yeah. that everybody was just kind of screwing over. Like he, like <laughs> Poor he, guy, just like, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he pretty much found out that all his friends really are just laughing behind his back. His okay. girlfriend okay. was just using him for money. So, and he was sheltered. He was homeschooled, raised by his mother, single parent. And he blamed his mom. He was like, I'm getting out of here. I'm going to California, sunshine and pretty bitches. And yeah, I'm he needs to find... leave Atlanta. Yeah, because yeah, that's where I, all the bad vibes are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was like, I'm going to go find me a wife. And he was a nurse. So he <laughs> became a travel nurse. And they, they like, when you, 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 when you're a travel nurse, you, you, you know, you like go to an agency and then they locate you places. Okay. So okay. they located him in this hospital in Glendale, California, that had this big HR problem because it was all Armenian nurses and doctors. So they needed to outsource to get other people to work in the, in, in the, you know, hospital, other, you know, culture. yeah, right. Cause it's too, yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah. So he became this nurse in this, and he knew nothing about Glendale, you know, he knew nothing awesome. about Armenia. Awesome. Yeah. So it, it's a comedy. It's pretty funny. One day, hopefully, I'll be able to make actually make it. But yeah, yeah, I've been interested in um, 
the 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 work in writing work, especially um, about Armenian topics. I did a workshop at the WGA, mm-hmm. and over there, a lot of people coming from like Ohio and Montana, and they're coming and they're moving to Burbank or North Hollywood or Glendale, and they're like, "Who the heck are these like?" mafioso italian looking guys but they're like angry all the time it's like so they wrote them in their script like these guys are writers themselves you're an artist so you see that and you want to write it in and the cool thing for me was um i was able to meet some of these guys and they wanted to i mean most of the times you want to introduce a role you want to introduce a culture you don't want to be discriminatory or stereotypical so i've been asked on a couple scripts actually to go in and consult on it Mm -hmm. and make it where because there's a wedding scene one of the, the the scripts i was working on had a wedding scene and they're like, look, we want it to be like my big fat Greek wedding. We don't want it to be stereotypical. We don't want to just, we don't want to offend anybody. I mean, this, we're going to talk about a culture. We don't want, and I was like, wow, I, I'm, I'm actually like, I was like impressed that actually like these white guys are actually interested in presenting a, the full facet, the whole spectrum of Armenian this, yeah. you know? which is really cool. I mean, it's like, you would already understand that you're coming from that different perspective as well. So you're not going to want to introduce it like. Like a caricature, you know? Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I've always thought it was weird when, you know, like like uh, Straight Out Compton was all white writers. Oh, shit. I did not know that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Like, I, don't you don't you feel like that's a little weird? Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, it's, it had things, I guess, haven't changed. I mean, yeah. Good Times and Jefferson's were written by old Jewish white guys. Yeah. I, so I've always, I'm like, man, how y'all studying us? Like, <laughs> what, what, what y'all doing? Like, <laughs> now, if we're going to talk about white people studying, white people are the best if they're going to study a culture and emulate it and copy it and take what they want from it. Oh, yeah, they're pros. And now it becomes theirs. Yeah, they're pros at it. That, that's, that's, that's a, oh, man, that's a skill. Yeah, it's a skill. Like I'm waiting for the day I I offended my academic scholar friend. Um, she's, oh, she's total like you know black activist. Mm-hmm. I offended her, but I didn't mean to. But what I was saying, we were talking about white privilege. I was like, I'm just waiting for white people to turn that around and say black privilege. Yeah, how they could just turn it around. How they can just use use a phrase that. It's trying to make it equal, and they could turn it around. It's, well, the, it's, that, I'm just waiting for that day. I'm that, waiting for it's going to happen in the next that 10 years. Has started. Has that, it? Yeah. yeah, because now uh, uh, straight white men are seeing that they're the minority. They're the, you know, they're the people that are getting the brunt of, uh, like Melania uh, Trump, the most bullied person. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now yeah, they're saying so they're, yeah, they're saying that they're the, they're the bullies. They're the you know Donald Trump says that. You know, uh, it's dangerous for it, it's so it's so hard for straight white men now. Uh, it's, it's it's what did he say exactly? He's like it's dangerous to be uh, a man these days because you can be uh, accused of being uh, accused of being guilty of something that you never did. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's been black <laughs> since the beginning of time. That's that's actually Dude, our life. Like what? <laughs> watching Michael J. say it on Saturday Night Live, like he was just saying that line. I was like, just his face. Yeah. So some things are so difficult to explain. So yeah, so that that right there, what you yeah, that has already started. Um, I just want uh, one one thing that yeah. I've been upset about is you know I have a nine year old son and he's yeah. he's a, obsessed with this this Fortnite game, oh and and Fortnite, Fortnite is 
like guilty, just like all these other things. But they they take these dances, right? They take these dances, okay, and they change the name of the dances. They're making so Fortnite's making so much money because I saw the the characters do a dance, yeah, and those dance look very they're the exact dance of all these black dances, yes, these popular black yes. dances, the exact dance, yeah. They take the dance, they change the name of the dance, and you know they don't charge. And they're the doing dance. it in real time now. This yeah. isn't happening like it takes a while for no. this to happen. This is no. happening right now. Yeah, and, and and my son was so I've been bitching about this for like the last two weeks because he's always on Fortnite, and, and 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 when he first started playing Fortnite, he'd be like, "Hey, Dad, look at this dance," and I'd be like, "Oh yeah, that's that." You know, I would I was yeah. like, "That's that dance." He was like, "No, this is called this," and I'm like. No, that's good. Yeah, it's not yeah. that name of that dance. But, you know, like, so all these kids think these dances are called different names. I don't know. I just wanted to bitch about that. Fuck Fortnite. Fuck Fortnite, for yeah. real. Fuck Fortnite. And if you're, you know, if you're between the ages of uh, uh, 30 and 50 and you play Fortnite, stick a Fortnite in it. Yeah, right? <laughs> Man. You're done. And, and, and these kids are addicted to this game. And they've had, they Fortnite has created a really smart strategy of how to get kids addicted to the game through these V bucks that they have. Okay, like you or you could either earn V bucks or you could just pay for these V bucks. You get these skins, these different skins to go kill your friends off. Yeah, with, you know, and it's just they, it is bullshit. <laughs> it sounds like you wish you invented it. <laughs> I mean, they're making they're making a killing, dude. Like, and you know, you know, eventually, eventually, the, you know, it's just gonna fade out. But they are racking up dough right dough. now. They're dough. racking it up. I know and your that kids a, not doing homework. Well, my son's homeschooled. So he, <laughs> my son's on point. He's homeschooled, so we he's on point with it. But it's just hard to like. It's hard to transition Fortnite out of his life since they're, all his friends are playing it. They're all online. They're all streaming Yeah, all it. of them. All... His baseball friends, his soccer friends, he has yeah. his different groups. Yeah, my nephew's like that. Man. Everybody's play. playing it. They're socializing through Fortnite. I mean, man. Now they're saying, I just heard on the news that pedophiles are getting to kids through Fortnite. I believe it. I got, I got, I got. You got to that, do that child track. That's why his, his gaming system is in the living room so we could hear. Yeah. So, he's, so he's not like isolated in his room. You know, I moved his gaming Smart. system out of his Smart. room and put it in here, and that was the best decision. So now I hear everything. I mean, it's annoying because right. he's like, I'm <laughs> making all these sounds. I'm like, dude, you're making some crazy sounds playing this game, bro. Like, I know you're burning calories the way you're, the way you sound while you're making these games. I'm like, okay, dude, so that's cool. What I'm still getting over, I know it's been a while, is there's people who play video games and then other kids watch them playing the video games. Right. This is a real thing. Mm -hmm. Oh, you already know about this. Yeah, that's the streaming thing. Yeah, like the, I, that is, they're saying it's multi billion dollars. Yeah, these kids, like, I, oh, I'm watching uh, Sunday Night Football, they were uh, one of the, the more famous Fortnite players is a ninja. Okay. He had a commercial. He had a commercial in, uh, uh, in between Monday Night Football. Jesus. Yeah, dude. Like, there's a whole nother avenue right now. Kids are on YouTube and these games more than they're on TV. 
They, my son doesn't watch TV. He watches no. YouTube. That's my kid, my my niece and nephew. That's yeah. the nowadays. There is no like. Like if a production company is gonna think about like, oh, we need a big hit movie star for this role. Now they're going to YouTube. Right. Like yeah. back in the day, they would go to the Disney Channel, the Disney Kids, or the or or some other like pop stars. But now they're going to YouTube, and it's like I have a friend who was like, he was coming up with me, stand up comedian. He wasn't that good as a stand up comedian. He linked up with this YouTube star. Yeah. Blew He's up. got over like half a million followers now. Like yeah. he he's like you know he's the guy that gets picked on. Man, that's I don't what, want to say his name, but it's like yeah, he's the one that gets picked on in the whole. That's that's they where, shaved his forehead, they shaved his eyebrows. Like that's where I would really love to see Yoga Leroy go. Like I'm really yes. trying to get this character that I've been working on, Yoga Leroy. Today's my Monday is my Yoga Leroy day. I'm really trying to get him him his mo momentum on YouTube and Instagram flowing. So I'm just trying to be consistent with this dude on those uh, because yeah. yeah, dude, like. You know, our, the business that we're in is not easy. No, and I, God bless you for things picking up for you, and I, I love hearing it's, that. It's it's mediocre. It's mediocre success. You yeah. know, but I'm holding on to it as much as I can. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Listen, that's more than I'm getting right now. I just just start auditioning again. I just signed with a new agent, so I just started auditioning again. Um, and I'm just you know can't wait. To it's get nice. More auditions your stuff, your biggest you know? advantage, like I've always said, is your creativity. Yeah, and I don't know, man. I think the world needs Yoga Leroy right now, like <laughs> bad. Right, we need him every day. I know. Like, how many times do you do yoga a day? Like once, you got to do once a day. Yoga Leroy, the world needs him. We need to be put in our place. I like, I, I, like you, I like the way you're talking about Yoga Leroy. Man, he's you're just right. a, it's I, just an interesting – there's this. so many things that can happen. Like I'm even – you know, like there's Tito's – the other day I was seeing Tito's Tacos and then there's Tito's this. He's got even got a donut place. Yeah. In Pasadena, he he right next to the Pasadena Playhouse, he opened up a little – like a Tito's Cantina. It's like a nice restaurant. I literally thought Yoga Leroy. Like yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like a real place. Right. And you have to – Yoga Leroy's. I like it. You go in there, it's like, <laughs> you, just yell up you do your thing. You do your thing with I them. need you to book another one of these commercials so you can invest in this Yoga Leroy idea. We could just take this to the moon. You know what I'm Let's talking about? Let's do it. Let's do it. But yeah, man, once it picks up, I think for those, I remember once we I made a video with the, with the comedian that I started off with earlier, and he told me the idea. I thought it was the dumbest idea on earth, and we filmed it, and it went viral. Yeah. Um, everybody picked it up. It was, um, it, it had like a million views on my subscribe. I don't want to say his name cause he's a jerk. So, uh. <laughs> um, yeah, we had a falling out, but whatever, like he was right. He was that, that, that his idea was, it just went viral and every, it was on, um, geez, it was on every single platform from playboy TV wow. all the way to, we are the mighty to, um, chive.com. And it was a, it was a silly idea, um, but then it, it picked up, and that's how it works, man. You just push it, put it out there. Yeah, um, yeah. That's why I'm just trying to stay consistent. It is it is it is like when you are creative, it is difficult. I would say the biz the biggest thing is just trying to create fresh ideas. Yep. Trying to trying to stay connected to like all different age ranges and not just isolating. You know, just like, oh, well, this is me right now, you know? Some people are forced to do that. So you're fortunate. I'm fortunate to where I, I don't have to pigeonhole myself, you know? There's some guys like, I know this older comedian guy. He's Italian. He's like, hey, yo, every time I talk. 
younger kids aren't really going to relate with that but you got that 40 to you know the soprano crowd yeah. that just that loves that funny guy who's with his you know conservative yet streetwise yeah. humor young kids aren't going to catch that like for us we can talk about all the way from drake to you know frank sinatra even you know right. so we can go there so yeah that's even what's the italian dude's name uh, the comedian i can't i can't starts at a set to read um uh, big guy I, he's been active for i knew i knew him as an actor before a comedian but now uh i follow on him, him on instagram i'm gonna look him up right yeah now. look him up uh uh, talk about that. I want to talk about a little. I want. I want. I want to change the subject a little. Talk about comedy and comedians, and the culture of comedy. Bro, did you? Okay. So yeah. I, I just saw. Uh, so here's the thing. My wife. She. We don't have the same sense of humor. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all, right? But I know when something's funny. Like I know when something's really, really funny. Like yeah. past that threshold of like just dirty funny, but actually like could like you know every <laughs> ear could hear it it's not just for us guys. it's not yeah. just for me when my wife enjoys it and mm, nice nice I, yeah so like like we used to watch kevin hart all the time because she i love kevin hart and she was like she would laugh her ass off at kevin hart so like that became that was our our comedian you know but uh the other day, to what was a Saturday? I was like, man, I was just laying in bed. I was like, I want to watch something, and she was like, she was like, oh, what about this Joe Rogan special? She suggested it. The recent one, the Strange new one. Times. Yeah. Oh, good, great. That's yeah, a she great su- choice. She suggested it. I loved it, dude. And, I, and, I, and it was the first time I laughed out loud. I was by myself, yeah. laughing out loud. Yeah, like. Uh, rewinding it because I missed what he said because I, we I was were, laughing. Yes, so we we had to rewind it yeah. too. It, there was some parts, and he's where, not necessarily funny to me. He's more interesting and shocking. I've never really liked his comedy yep. that much. Like he was his never com- really comedy. His comedy was like I could watch about twenty minutes of it, and then I could move on. He, you know, I have to move on. He stepped up. He's he got a little fat though. I think <laughs> you notice he, he looks like a pit bull. No, he, he, looks, got he got fat because he got fat, and yeah, yeah he, he got a little chubbier. I know. I'd be looking. That's for that why shit. I loved his, <laughs> Maybe that's a good thing. Uh, his 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 cat dog bit because he looks like a, a pit bull dog. Like he looks like, you know. So like that cat dog bit was fucking hilarious to me. We I were, like how he straddles the line between like you would assume that he's like liberal, but then he'll say some things where it's like that sounds really conservative. He's pushing you to think. He's forcing you, know, you to go in the, the middle. The funny thing is, I honestly think he's more conservative than yeah. liberal. Yeah, but because he's so intelligent and he doesn't let his party define yeah. what he want like he'll he he researches things he looks into things yeah. he he you know like he like, was able to have a decent conversation with Elon Musk which is you know yeah. and even points where he's like you know someone's intelligent when they when they're able to say you know what i don't understand what you're talking about here this yeah. is above my head yeah he doesn't just it's like you know, like, oh, weed is bad. Okay, so we're gonna, so that's what we're gonna say for the rest of our lives. Weed is bad. Nah, he researched. You know, like yeah. he's a big advocate for for marijuana. Since I used to think, I, I used to think weed was for everybody. I used to think everybody should get high. Mm-hmm. But then as I got older, I'm like, no. Right. <laughs> yeah. No. It's not no. for everybody. Dude. No. Because my cousin ruined my high like a couple of years ago. I went to his house, smoked him out. And his wife, you know, bless her heart, you know, she's a very angry woman. 
because she's married to an Armenian, you know, yeah. and she, you know, she's, she's an old school black woman, you know, she doesn't mess around and I got him real high and he's acting a fool. He's standing up in front of the TV. All of a sudden the wife's like, just be quick, take a shower, take a shower. Cause you know, right. when someone's too high, she puts him in the shower. He's taking a shower and she comes up to me. She's like, you need to go in there and talk to your cousin right now. I'm like, what is he doing? He's like, he can only talk to him. I'm like, what? He's in the shower. Just go in there. I go in the shower. He's in the shower. He's not letting the water touch him. He's just standing there like this, <laughs> like touching <laughs> himself. Like, and I, oh, I, I go, what are you doing? And he goes, he goes, what's up, man? And I just punch him. I go, you made me see your dick. Like that's the last thing uh, I want to do right uh, now. So I go, put your clothes on or take a shot. Come outside. We go outside. What kind of weed were you Do it just some regular, run my regular Indica. Yeah. Like, you know, I smoke the best. I always go there and say, I want the best of the best, you know? So he doesn't smoke. I didn't know this. He was yeah. trying to put it on like he smokes. So we go for a walk. We come back. He's like, okay, I'm feeling better. I'm feeling better. We sit down. And then he just like starts coming, you know, he's back to, you know, back to normal. He's like, oh man, that was kind of fun. He goes, let's do it again. Oh man, never. <laughs> Let's do it again. His wife gave me a look like I'm like I'm out of here. Yeah, I'm like you deal with him. I see. I don't think I don't think me and you could smoke because I can't handle indicas like that. Ah, so I smoke sativas, but even but usually I smoke hybrids. Okay, I smoke, see, I smoke hybrid. I smoke it all, man. It's, I smoke okay. sativa dominant yeah. hybrids. Okay, I don't even like sativas too much because it gives me it like makes my heart race a little bit too much. But I like hybrids. Like a sativa yeah. dominant hybrid, most of the time is the perfect balance. What we got here? This is um, <clears throat> jet fuel. Oh, this smells good. Yeah, this is this really is an good. indica. This is an indica hybrid. But you know what? I just I've been doing my research as well. So indica and sativa plants are just Western and Eastern plants. Mm -hmm. um, the indica is coming from certain parts of the East. Indicas are coming from the West. These have merged. Um, that's where the hybrid comes into play. There is no more sativa only strains and indica only strains because they've been merged together so much. Yeah. Right now, there is no scientific way to determine if something's hybrid, if something's indica, or if something's sativa, unless it's all done by um, it's conjecture. It's, it's someone has to like the owner of the shop will smoke it, right? And yeah. be like, okay, this is indica, right, right, right. But now that effect will be different on other people. Yeah. So they, they are trying to break it down. I know this because there's this guy who sells micro anameters or something like that. It's like this laser thing that you put like a product in there and it breaks it down chemically on to the atom what's in there. Mm -hmm. And these big weed companies are buying these things so they can say this is what you're, they're selling. And they're even saying, we don't know what we got. <laughs> so Well, you don't know until you smoke it. That's why, you, yeah, that's why you have to trust who you're buying it that's from. That's why, yeah. yeah, like like that's yes that's why i love about this dispensaries yeah you know what you're getting um and if it's a good owner the owner knows and he's smoking his wheat and he's like an integral part of it he'll know okay this really is an indica right. like i could smoke and i could tell you exactly what it is yeah hybrids are the only ones i'm iffy about because hybrids yeah. hit me sometimes they'll just knock me out other times i'll just be fucking bouncing around really but that's my bipolar that's something yeah. else okay <laughs> Yeah, see, I smoke for I smoke for my anxiety. I smoke for depression. I smoke for mostly anxiety, though. Like whenever, you know, I don't. I never smoked before. I do a set okay. or, or before no, I do any work. No. I always smoke afterwards when I cannot. And okay. lately, I haven't been smoking as much because I've been kind of getting a handle 
on my anxiety from meditation and yoga and just like breathing and stuff. So nice. I don't really use weed for recreation. Every now and then, like the like like on Saturday, I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna lay in bed. I'm gonna smoke and watch uh, Joe Rogan. So that's what I did, and it was great. <laughs> yeah, see me. I'm I'm diagnosed with FI. That's the only reason why I smoke it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's you know it's 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 What's very FI? rare. If I fuck it. Ah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's the only reason why I fuck it. Uh, you, so you needed me for that punch. You needed me for that punchline. I almost ruined the whole thing. I was like, if I would pretended like I knew what FI was, that punchline would have been lost. <laughs> I was like, this motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. No, I'm trying to get more of that yeah, fuck it. I mean, I quit, I quit for a while. You have to have that fuck. You have to, you have, to have FI to be a comic. Let's talk about that, man. And it's this is on stage. It's wonderful. Yeah. In real life, it's not that good. Like I was telling this to my like my my girlfriend right now. She knows I have a crush on Cardi B. You know, <laughs> um, it's, it's it's totally you know it's totally it's like you know whatever on Instagram on the videos on the whatever she's awesome. In real life, I'd probably punch her in the nose. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. She's intense. Like in real life, we'd probably get into a physical altercation. Like yeah. for real. Like we could not date. Yeah. But watching her on TV, you know, like some of these characters we see. Yeah. Those people are really that way in real life. Yeah. So it's like for us as comedians, we have this fuck it mentality. It can get us in trouble in real because it's like we have this, especially if you start getting the 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 little bit of success, you know, like you get laughs, even just the laughs. Like you feel good about yourself, you know? Yeah. Like I don't know. It can it no. can be bad because like you start thinking like for me, I start thinking I'm always funny. Listen, like uh, my girlfriend does not think I'm funny at all. It's funny because I'm a different dude yeah. on Facebook than I am in real life. Like I'm like very like out there. Like my comedy, I, I try to do more of my comedy on Facebook or 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 yeah. have the the same kind of energy on Facebook. And people meet me and are like, I hate you on Facebook, <laughs> and I'm just like. <laughs> Okay, go fuck yourself. I don't like you. You, nice. you really can't even care anymore. But at the same time, you want people to still think that you care. I like the way you bring up controversy. I like the way you bring it up because you do it in a fun-loving way. See, when I bring up controversy, it's I'm getting blocked. I'm blocking people. Yeah, there's like threats happening in, yeah. the, in the comments. Yours is more like you're you're bringing up political issues or you're bringing up like social social issues. It is in a comedic, fun way. I yeah. don't know how to do that. Well, I I used to be like you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I used to. I, I need I, help. <laughs> I used to be like that, but then I've kind of. Well, number one, I'm a very much like we're all human beings right. on this planet are full of shit. <laughs> like okay. we're all full of shit. It's like, very profound. Like uh, you, you know, like I don't give a fuck who you are, what color you are, what religion you are, you're kind of full of shit too. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like you have these things, these these literally pro- literally full yeah. of shit. You have and- yeah, you have <laughs> you have been programmed some type of way, some way or form that you have succumbed to, you have given into this programming since birth and even if you try to break some of the programming, you still have a lot of those programmings. So, yes. So when it comes to politics, religion, ethnic, you know, ethnic background and, 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 and who should date who. And one of my biggest things is like, I get hate from both 
from from white people and black people because my wife is white. Right. So right. So if I just take that one thing, based on that one thing, that shows me that the majority of the human human race is full of shit. Yeah. Because yeah. you care who I choose to sleep with and marry. You care, like it. You care to your soul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That tells yeah. me you are full of shit. Wow. Because who I sleep with, Mary, has nothing to and fucking do with you. And this is and this is yeah. how we're, we're we're programmed a, a lot of different ways. And I've been I've been actively trying to break these programs in me. Not worried about paradigms, every, brother. Yeah, paradigms. Paradigm yeah, Bob yeah. Proctor. Yeah, yeah, like. I've been actively trying because I'm programmed to think that I'm not going to be successful or I'm not a good actor. Like I've been programmed. We've been telling ourselves. Yeah, we've this been shit. telling the. Oh my god! Yes. Yes. Yeah, yes. So, yes. So, so it's essential to me to break these 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 paradigms. And, and in check me. it out. Check it out. Check it out. I want to go on another level with this. Yeah. This is letting me know that you have an understanding of how the human body works within this fourth dimension this fifth dimension even there's many more dimensions that we exist in and it begins with our internal programming our external programming mm -hmm. the only thing we can control is this internal programming right okay what we tell ourselves repeatedly is what we become right this is how i was trained as an actor as a 15-year-old kid smoking weed i ran into the passing playhouse i was looking for a lighter and like you're, you're here for the auditions i was like Sure. Yeah. I, was, I was like, okay, so I did. We understood that, like, they, they taught us that, like, the actor who becomes that, that the, the, the human being who becomes that character, he's been telling himself that shit. Like, Michael B. Jordan, he keeps a journal of his characters. Yeah. So he literally becomes that person by writing it down just that simple act. Exactly. You're reprogrammed your brain. Exactly. With um, the advancements of and understanding of neuroplasticity, bro, you're talking about what I like. I'm on that wavelength, bro, all the time. Like I'm trying to get there all the time. It's always a matter of like, whenever I get caught up in not being grateful or like get caught up in the sins, the seven deadly sins of, of sloth or, or jealousy, I miss out on that wavelength of right. reprogramming myself. Yeah. Dude, this is impressive shit. Cause like my acting skill becomes more powerful. My ability to become that character, or just understand the lines that are written. Fuck becoming the character. Just right. being able to express those lines the right. way the writer wants. It's better when me, myself, my Armin, I'm trying to better myself and trying to break these paradigms. Like yeah. I just uh, got a divorce and I was single for a while. And the old paradigms of how I'm just realizing this whole Me Too movement and how we're actually supposed to communicate with women. And how, like, I'm still, I'm still archaic, bro. Like yeah. I'll admit it. I'm still in the line of thinking. It's like, oh, there could be a time where you could just smack a girl in the butt. No, that's okay. Like yeah. in my brain somewhere, I'm still reprogramming that shit. And, and, and you know, know? <laughs> and and this is this is when you come to the Me Too movement. Yeah, this is the issue. Uh, most men are, fuck that. All men are. Yeah, we have these things embedded in us that we need to break. So this movement is a good thing, but to villainize. The men, yeah. you can't. That's that's to, you're going to push people away to yeah. villainize us because we have these very archaic, very dog-eat-dog uh, uh, dog, eat dog uh, yeah. things embedded in us to villainize us for that instead of help us grow out of it. Yeah, it's not good. It's that not this is yeah. this is and this is the problem that like anytime 
we need both the genders to do this work, but a majority of this work has to be done by the men. Right. And if you don't, if you're villainizing us, then we're gonna be like, you know, fuck you, shut up. Shut, here you go again, yapping again. Right. And we will easily go back into our old program. Exactly. We can do it real well. Because that's we don't want to, men though. and women. That's yeah. where you're going to go. You're going to go in the defense when you are put in the corner. Yeah. You know? Um, I mean, this is the excuse that, like, I mean, I, I, I want to bring a comparison. This is the excuse that, like, white people give when you bring about when you talk about racism. Yeah. They'll say, you know, I don't, I don't, uh, you're making me feel victimized. Like, you know, I'm not. I don't feel like I don't. As There's a, that part of it, too. I mean, because I've never like anytime if a girl ever accuses me of doing some shit, if I did it, I'm going to admit it. Right. And I, ever since this whole fucking the Kavanaugh thing, I was like over there looking, thinking about my past. Like, did I? Bro, Have I? Bro. I'm sending Facebook messages. Like, hey, remember that one time I tried to make out with you and you didn't? She's like, no, no, no. You were just a dork. I didn't want to kiss you. That's all I was. Bro, <laughs> I think every. Every decent man on the planet, yeah. when Kavanaugh had to go yeah. back into college and talk about his <laughs> drinking and shit, every decent man on the planet was like, fuck. Yeah. I would. When what I considered normal when, is not right. When I was in college, mm. all I did was drink <laughs> till I blacked out yeah. and try to have sex with women. As much as That's humanly possible. all I did and play football. That was it. Like, come on, dude. So, you know, uh, yeah. So that was like, that was kind of a scary week for me, too. Oh, yeah. Like, damn. Uh, I, I don't want to hear nothing. Like, I'm just was... like, I'm glad I'm not applying for Supreme Court justice. Oh, <laughs> right. Jesus. Right. <laughs> I was like, oh, man. Well, fuck. It is, you know. Yeah, it is. But, uh, it is. yeah, you know, I actually think it's, it, it's a good it, thing. It's a good yeah. thing. It, it is a good thing. It's a, it, it's a good thing because now we are actually aware of our behavior patterns and the things that, you know, like Can prevent us from having good relationships in the future with the women yeah, in our lives. Yeah, like, yeah. It, it, exactly. And, and honestly, like we need to people, men need to be more concerned about how they act before they get themselves in trouble. Yeah. And it starts with our thinking and it's just, yeah. and it's also understanding that like, just because oh, it's so difficult to understand, just because like we're programmed a certain way, we're going to have feelings or we're going to have instinctual thoughts that we feel are right. Yeah. Just like we were saying, like there are people, Armenians, I know that even the way I was raised, if I was walking down the mall and I saw a black guy with a white girl, my, there's a gut instinct occurs. Yeah. And I'm going to recall this and it's embarrassing for me to admit it. I've had to reprogram myself out of this. Yeah. Where I'll be like, Armin, that's none of your business. Well, they'll be like, oh, because they're programmed to feel that hate. Like, this is wrong. It's like, right. why is that wrong? Yeah. Why is that wrong, bro? Exactly. We are programmed. And that miss that misstep is where we're trying to adjust. We're trying to adjust this. Yeah. And if we start with this Me Too thing, eventually it's going to lead to, like, it's, or it's going to pussify us. So we're just going to be a bunch of pussified. Well, there's this perspective too. You know, it's like, I think, uh, you know, are we going to be too emotional to come by talking about our feelings? And this is what I loved about the Joe yeah. Rogan special is, was like, number one, you can't make Joe Rogan a pussy. Like, yeah. you know, and, but he has all this stuff coming at him because he's very open about who he is, Yeah, which, and that helps him. So yeah. well, that, <laughs> yeah. that's how you got to be when you're yeah. a comic. And I'm learning that more in my comedy. I'm bringing a little bit more of who I am. And the interesting thing about who I am, nobody's like me. I'm fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I felt that. Yeah. I felt that. I felt the gravel. It's like I'm fucking weird. It's real. It's real. It's real. You know, that's and that's, cool. that's another thing with my yeah, you're light skinned black guy from Seattle. Yeah. Right? Like it's, another, it's another thing, like like how you say, like I, I'm something. able to joke and, and keep light of all these topics. And it's a little bit about like number one, I know that I don't fit into anybody's little fucking box. Right. So fuck you. This is what I think. And you it's know? a freeing feeling. And it, we're it, lucky yeah, for that. Yeah. That's one of our biggest advantages. Like I'm always forced to be put in a box. Like you're 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 Armenian or you're not Armenian enough. Yeah. You know, around my white friends, I'm not I'm too Armenian. I'm not white enough. It's like, yeah. wait up, I just got called too American by my by another group of people and now with you guys, I'm not white enough. Like yeah. oh my God. You know, exactly. Like, and 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 that has been my relationship yeah. with the acting industry since I began. You know, not black enough, too black, too big. Not big enough, not muscular enough, not lean enough. Like I'm always not enough. I've been not enough for the last 12 years. So now I'm just like, so now I'm just like soaking into this fuck it mentality. I'm yeah. I'm, I'm soaking into it. Yeah. That fuck yeah. It mentality. And uh it is, it does feel good because I will post something. I will post, you know, the only thing that pisses me off yeah. is when someone says, Why do you care? Like if I post something and someone is like, who gives a fuck? And I'm like, I posted like someone said this just happened. <laughs> okay, okay, was, yeah. like I, 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 I've never. I usually <laughs> why does that piss you off? Because I posted it. Of what? I give a fuck. Uh, obviously, <laughs> what do you like? What do you mean? Like, uh, who gives a fuck? I give a fuck. That's why I posted it. Fuck out of here. Why are you even on my page? Fuck out of here. You know? <laughs> like, you know, like I obviously <laughs> give a fuck. <laughs> One time, I just. I had just I had heard this song with Duval. Uh, what's his name? I'm forgetting his name. Duval. Lil Duval, it's, yeah. Yeah. Uh, living my best life. Yeah. yeah. I ain't fucking with whatever. I ain't going back to fuck with you, bitch. Yeah. yeah. I I was hearing that and I was like, yeah, I'm living my best life. I I post that. Then I write to my ex. I'm like, yo, I'm living my best life, dude. I'm in a convertible. Uh, I, I'm glad. I hope nothing but the best for you. Two days later, some comedian friend I just made, she put on. If you ever use the term living my best life, it means you're sad and pathetic. Uh, <laughs> so I wrote back, I'm like, you're sad and pathetic. And that and it went it went straight to blocking each other. So, like straight. Like I was like, because I saw him like, this is she's had nothing to do with me. But you know, of course you're gonna take yeah. them personal Facebook, man. That's just see, I, I went back on the one. You have a sad life because you have a sad life. So we just sat there and told each other we have a sad life. I really don't try. I really don't. And we're both right, bro. Listen, I I leave the yeah. house and I gotta remind myself in this house. I leave this house, and this is very important, especially in this <laughs> industry. I leave the house with the intention not to take anything personal. That's, uh, that's, yeah, that's my that's that's my yeah, the industry. Yeah, listen, Facebook's uh, different. I'm taking everything on Facebook personally. I bro. can't. No, I have to. I can't do How it. How am I going to live? I can't do it anymore. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't. I can't give a fuck. About I think it. everybody's talking about me, bro. I can't take any of this. No, bullshit. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> yeah, I can't take any of this bullshit personal anymore. You know, like I oh, especially God. when it comes to comedy, like I've been doing comedy for four years. I'm still growing. I'm still trying to find out what I still don't even know the, my fucking definition of a punchline. Like I still, Interesting. I still don't fucking know what jokes have punchlines and don't the uh, fart holding in your fart. And then the, 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 yeah, the, the, the I mean, wet fart. No, I, de yeah. I definitely know that some yeah. of my really good jokes have punchlines, but some of my good jokes don't have punchlines at all. 
and they're just we're on the same page here. They're just there are sometimes that, where I think, oh, that's the punchline. Yeah. And then I'll say the line, I'll do the joke, and I'm getting the laugh at the wrong. Like, no, you guys are supposed. To, okay, you guys yeah. know better where the punchline yeah. is. So, like for a long time, I was going out and 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 I was leaving the show feeling good about my set, but leaving the show because a comic said something that made me want to punch him in the face. <laughs> because comics. Suck. Sometimes. Comics suck. They think they. they it's it's this thing where you have to be very confident, even if you're stupid and you're dumb yeah. and you're not funny. That carries with you. So if you're dumb yeah. and stupid, you're confident. Yeah. So like, yeah. And, and for some reason, because of me or whatever, people want to come up and tell me their fucking opinions about what they thought of my fucking set. It happens to me every fucking time I do comedy. It's some black older comedian that wants to come and tell me how they didn't think some shit I said was funny. Like he wants to come and mentor you or yeah, some shit. Not even that. He just wants to shit on me and disguise it with mentoring wow. me. You know, this is hap this happens to me almost every fucking time. Now see, I there's a there's a dynamic. See, there this is the where we get into psychology and the dynamics of it, right? Um, let's let's be real. On phys physically. Most people, like, I don't know, it just makes me think. I, when I fuck up, people are, when I bomb, people feel like almost like a sympathy. Mm -hmm. Like, oh man, you know, like, I expected you to be funny. Like, what happened? You know, you're a short, <laughs> weird looking guy, you yeah. know? Yeah. But when you're like, they're, even if you're good, they want to shit on you. Yeah. Cause it's good. You can go to the club and get to the girls. Right. Like, I've been in, you know, like, I've been in a group of guys that have these conversations, like these ugly dudes. Yeah. And they have these conversations. Like, what's he even doing here, bro? Right. You know? Like, dude, why don't you go be a model, bro? Right. Like, there could that would you think that exists in bro, there somewhere? That, I feel that more than ever. Okay. Like okay. I, I feel that literally almost every time. That's why I created this pretty funny show. Where it's literally like I'm gonna, I, sure I'm good looking and I'm funny. Fuck yeah. you. You know, it's like that's my that that's that's my pretty funny show. Um, but yeah, so I, I just did yeah. the improv open mic. And every time I do the improv open mic afterwards, I say, why the fuck did I come here? <laughs> why did I come here? I was doing so good. I was liking myself before this. <laughs> yeah. I came yeah. to improv. I got on the stage. These people don't fucking like me. I, the feel, that, I feel that energy. Open mics at comedy clubs, especially the improv, yeah. even the ice house. Comedians are cruel, dude. Yeah, yeah. I don't and, do open mics there. And, no. And I feel that energy every time because they're not. I, they're doing their best material. They're yeah. not. They're not. They're. They're not doing what we think open micing is. Right. They're not open micing it. They're. Right. They're over there doing their best material. Right. And, and it's I, not even that good. And I. And I. I even said. I said. I feel like when I get on the open mic at the improv, people are like, <gasps> holding you laughing now. Don't fucking laugh. Whatever you do, fuck this guy. Don't laugh. Fuck this Drake-looking motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> don't laugh. Whatever you fucking do, don't laugh. Fuck him. You know, I feel that energy, and I, I used to feel it at okay. I, I used to feel it at the comedy store, but I started bringing a character to the comedy store. So every every Monday, yeah. well, I'm not going today, but I would go to Kill Tony. I'd sign up to, for potluck, but I would sign up as Yoga Leroy. So that kind of protected me. From me, they protected me I'm from like. Remember, I'm not there's doing this really me, famous doing this comedian guy. said that's how he started off. Mm. He couldn't go up there as himself. God, what was his name? Oh man! But he basically he had to create characters to get on stage yeah. to do stand up. Like because him himself, he's not a mean person. He wasn't. God, I'm trying to forget. 
That's my shandle. But yeah, man, that's that's fucking rad. Yeah, so I, you know, I'm, you know, but like, I, like I said, I'm still like trying to trying to figure this out. I've been, I've been doing, I've been touching a mic every day. Because I could tell you're touching on this subject. Like you said, touch, but you're touching on this subject with your joke about the Morgan Freeman. Yeah. About like you don't understand. I have a right to feel good looking because I never knew this. Like the, <laughs> the like, <laughs> like I knew I was good looking. Like yeah, why am I being made fun of when you looked at me like? I knew that. I knew it. I knew it was good. <laughs> that is pretty much like, like everybody, every human being feels like they're good looking. But then when it's like when it's at, at that moment, everybody's waiting for that moment. Like I knew I was good looking. Like, Take me Hollywood. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, dude. We got problems too. So there's this level of realness that, like, yeah, man, your your comedy's. I think your comedy's awesome. Thank you. Um. And it's, it's, yeah, it's always been awesome. It's fucking just, fuck, it just sucks. It just sucks. It does suck. It does, it does suck. Like certain places I'll go into when I dress a certain way. Yeah. If I dress like a tough guy. Yeah. Where with the tank top, I've yeah. noticed that where, when I wear a tank top, I come across like a, like a WAP, Guinea, Armenian, like this ethnic tough guy. Like, yeah. who does this guy think he is kind of thing? Yeah. And that's not who I really am. So when they hear me talking, it's like, wait up. It's This is coming across weird. Like, yeah, there's t all of us are tough, you know? But what I'm saying is like, that's not my, that's not how my comedy comes across. Right. Um, those are the times where it's hard for me to get laughs. Because the dude's with his girl and he's like, who's this tough guy I think he is? You know what I'm saying? Who's this tough guy? Like, I get that feeling. But when I go yeah. up there wearing a flannel, wearing like, not trying to be too, you know, or even a suit and tie. Like if I wear a suit and tie, that's when they're like, okay, this guy's not trying to do something. So I'll yeah. get the laughs. It's when you, it's like, almost like you have to intentionally humble your, you have to like ugly yourself or like, well, yeah. not intimidate them, not let the, so, yeah, yeah. So here's the thing. Uh, and this took me a long time to figure this out. Like, um, Yes, you have to dumb down your fucking greatness. <laughs> that, 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 it's that, a horrible thing to that, say. It's that, like that's, that's anti that's what, everything I believe. Like that's what you know. Like in order for me to go and and have those comics listen to me off the bat, I have to dumb down my greatness. So pretty much, I gotta tell people right away that I suck as a human being. Right? You have to knock yourself down a little. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck that. Not yeah. doing it. Yeah. Not doing it. So now I'm trying to find a way to either, either A, I got to really not give a fuck. Yeah. Or I got to really be clever about how I tell you why I'm fucking dope. You know? And David Chappelle has ventured off into this, I'm dope, motherfucker. It don't matter. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. I'll, stay, I'll sit on stage and not say a goddamn word and you'll laugh for a fucking hour. Nice. That's David Chappelle right now. And you've done that. Your comedy, yeah. everything you're just saying, and even the, like it just even goes back in a weird way to the Facebook posts. It's you're bringing up issues that are really important to you. This is not just like some. These are really personal, important issues, and you're able to get. Man, you're a fucking artist, bro. I appreciate. I'm fucking honored you asked me to come. Yeah, <laughs> dude, you truly are an artist, man. Thanks, man. I, I appreciate it. I, I'm because like you just you truly are vulnerable. You expose yourself, and like in real life, when I talk to you, you're real, and then on stage. It's the same person, but you're you're being so intellectual about it, but you're not. It's like like a streetwise man. 
Okay, I'm done. I'm done. No homo. You're awesome. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I appreciate it because I've been really, you know, like, I feel like there's a lot of guys that kind of, like, they kind of know who they are right away, right? And and they know who the, not only do they know who they are, but they know they they are in sync with who people see them as. Because I feel like that's the biggest thing. People yeah. are looking at you, judging you all day long, unless you're by yourself. But people are looking at you, yeah, and yeah. and 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 their in their little mirror and their little processor, their processor on their fucking brain. They're processing who Armin should be. Yeah. By the based on what you look like, what you drive, their own experiences, who you are, their of, experiences. Of, of what my all the categories that they've defined me as. Right. Yeah. So the brilliant artists have been able to come somewhere in a level playing field of who they want to be and yeah. who they are, and kind of match to a certain degree with how everybody sees them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And my biggest issue since I started in entertainment is I'm not that guy. I'm not an asshole. I'm not a womanizer. I'm not, I'm yeah. not a dickhead. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not this egomaniac. All these things, what people think. <laughs> Like literally, if I we understand. if we yes. did a test, fucking yes. if we yeah. took twenty people and say, uh. and, and I stood in front of them and they said, and you said, write the first ten things you think this guy is: womanizer, asshole, <laughs> egomaniac, <laughs> dickhead. I can relate. All creepy cabbie, yeah. weird stepdad, <laughs> obtrusive substitute teacher. Like, right. So I've had this love hate with. I've, I've uh. actually had this hate thing with how people view me. Yeah, and now yeah. I'm starting to figure out how to, you know, find this balance of this is kind yeah, of Yeah, because in, in our business, we have to worry about right, this. Right. And that's why it requires a level of interpersonal skills that go beyond just minor insecurities and like, oh, I don't like the way people are looking at me. No, this is almost like it's a business. You have to do this with yourself. You have to do you this. You have to. You have to do you have to. You can't get, like, I could see how someone who's not truly doing it for the art, like the, the you know, the narcissist or the one who just wants the fame, they, they, this could really fuck them up. This type of thinking can right. ruin them. It could. It could. These are the things about Hollywood that I think a lot of people don't see that. Yeah, people don't There's a lot of work that's not really that serious, but it, it actually helps us grow as human beings. It does help us grow. It's I would, weird, man. I would not let... I would not want it any other way. I've, yeah. I've, I, I think, I think it makes you a better person when you know who you are and, you know, you know, like I know I have an anger issue. <laughs> like if I, if I was in denial about yeah. having an anger issue, I'd be a fucking maniac. Yeah. You know, like I'd continue to run around as a maniac. I know. See, and you're, you're a big guy. It's okay yeah. for you to have an anger issue. Kind of. I'm a little guy. If I have an anger issue, it's just I'm just the angry little guy. Like I'm not doing nothing gonna be done. No one cares. Well, the reason why it's not okay for a big guy to have anger issues because now that I'm thinking about that, you're gonna go to jail a lot faster. Yeah, because <laughs> people are expecting me to act a certain right. way. So if I if I you know, if I prove people right all the time, then I'm a fucking I'm just gonna be miserable. You know? Like life is gonna be miserable. Like how much of our existence <clears throat> really is like ours and human beings overall is a is it's a battle of who we really are and what the world perceives us but a lot of a lot of us just fall into what society perceives of us uh well, without yeah. we have no like because, we just fall into because that. that's the easiest route Damn. 
That's the easy. Oh, you route. think I'm a criminal? I'll be a criminal. Oh, you think I'm intelligent? I'll be intelligent. Yeah, that's the easy. That's the fuck it. I might as well. I might as well. Oh, you go think back I'm a player? To, I'm a player. You might think, as yeah. well. Might as well. Fuck yeah. it. That's what you guys see, anyways. That's the easy route. That is the easy route, bro. Fuck. Yeah, man. Yeah. All right, dude. We we we've we it's like we were going back and forth, but it seems like we were on the same theme the whole time. We did we that was a fantastic conversation. Yeah, man. Yeah. Thank you for coming. Thank you for having me, man. Gonna have you back. Give okay. me juice episode 15. Armin Barbasalukian. When you uh when you on stage next? Um next month in November, I'll be at the Ice House. And then um just watch out for my commercials, man. That's what I'm focusing all my energies on. So what uh what show who show are you on? Um Big Mike. Oh, okay. Yeah, he calls me once a month, so it's yeah. like once a month I'll be there. That's right. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, follow my man, Armin Babaluki, and you got a Twitter? Uh, yeah, hit me up at Mr. Underscore Babalu or Armin Babalu. Just Google it, and I'll pop up on all your social media sites. My man, appreciate you coming on again, Thank brother. you very much. This was an honor, and let's do it again. Give me juice, episode 16. Give me the juice. See you next week. Peace.